Welcome to the Inside the Board Study Smarter series dedicated to helping you learn to think like a question writer so you can study smarter, not harder, and succeed on your exam. Hello and welcome to the Inside the Board Step 1 Study Smarter series. My name is Stuart Bryant and today the episode is an excerpt from the Crush Step 1 podcast. Uh, Today's material focuses on different diseases from the biochem chapter in Crush Step 1, and it's designed to help orient you to some of those rare diseases that Step 1 loves to test. This week is genetics, and I really hope you are able to find this material very helpful for your studies. Later in the week, look for my episode, which will be a longer monologue where I do a few question dissections on genetics material. Also, don't forget about our practice question rounds each week where we go through some general content in random fashion provided by StatPearls. Without further ado, here is our excerpt from Crush Step 1. Carbohydrate Structure Glucose oxidation provides much of the energy needed by cells in the fed state. Monosaccharides are classified as either aldoses, aldehydes, or ketoses ketones. Although most sugars can exist as either D or L-form optical isomers, most human sugars are D-form. The general formula for monosaccharides is parentheses CH2O parentheses subscript X, with the number of carbons being key. Triose sugars have three carbons. Tetrose have four carbons. Pentose or furanose, have five carbons, such as ribose, fructose, and deoxyribose. Hexose have six carbons, such as glucose, galactose, and fructose. Monosaccharides can link together through condensation reactions to form disaccharides and oligosaccharides. The bond linking sugars is called a glycosidic bond, which either can be alpha or beta. Some important examples of disaccharides are maltose is glucose plus glucose, lactose is glucose plus galactose, and sucrose is glucose plus fructose. Polysaccharides can be linear, such as amylose, or branched, such as glycogen. Starch is the primary glucose storage molecule in plants. Starch can be broken down by humans using amylase. Starch has two components, amylose, or linear alpha-1,4 linkages, and amylopectin, branched alpha-1,4 linkages, and alpha-1,6 linkages. Glycogen is the main way that animals store glucose. The linkages are alpha-glycosidic, branched alpha-1,4, and alpha-1,6. Each glycogen has one reducing end and many non-reducing ends. Glycogen is produced by the liver and muscle from excess glucose. Cellulose is an insoluble fiber because it has beta-1,4 linkages, and humans only have enzymes that cleave alpha-glycosidic bonds, such as those contained in starch. Metabolism of sugars. Lactase metabolizes lactose to glucose and galactose. Galactokinase converts galactose 
to galactose 1-phosphate. In several reactions, galactose 1-phosphate becomes glucose 1-phosphate. Lactase deficiency leads to milk intolerance and causes bloating and diarrhea after ingestion of lactose-containing products. Galactokinase deficiency causes a mild galactosemia, leading to galactitol accumulation and cataracts formation. Galactose-1-phosphate uridyl transferase deficiency causes severe galactosemia, resulting in failure to thrive, mental retardation, liver dysfunction, cataracts, and susceptibility to infection. Sucrase converts sucrose to glucose and fructose. Note that hexokinase can convert fructose to fructose 6-phosphate by phosphorylation in the liver and kidney. Fructokinase deficiency leads to essential fructosuria, which is a benign disorder. However, fructose 1-phosphate aldolase deficiency leads to hereditary fructose intolerance. This causes severe hypoglycemia after ingesting fructose or sucrose. Lipid structure. Fatty acids are the building blocks of lipids. Fatty acids are oxidized in the fasting state to provide energy to cells. Two fatty acids must be supplied in the diet. Linoleic and alpha-linoleic acid. Fatty acids are made up of an unbranched hydrocarbon chain with a terminal carboxyl group. Most fatty acids have an even number of carbon atoms and 16 to 20 total carbons. Short-chain fatty acids have 2 to 4 carbons, and medium-chain fatty acids have 6 to 10 carbons. They can be directly absorbed in the small intestine. They can also diffuse into the mitochondrial matrix and be oxidized directly. Long-chain fatty acids have 12 or more carbons. They are in triacylglycerols, or fat. To move from the cytosol into the mitochondria, they require the carnitine shuttle. Unsaturated fatty acids have at least one double bond, most commonly cis rather than trans configuration. Trans fatty acids are formed during the production of hydrogenated vegetable oils and have been associated with an increase in atherosclerosis. Triacylglycerols are formed by esterification of fatty acids with glycerol. These have 9 kilocalories per gram and are stored in adipose tissue. Steroids are a kind of lipid with a four-membered ring structure and a hydroxyl or keto group on the third carbon. There are five major groups of steroids. 1. Cholesterol, or 27 carbons, the most abundant steroid in humans and important in cellular membrane fluidity, precursor of steroid hormones, skin-derived vitamin D, and bile acids. 2. Bile acids, 24 carbons, includes cholic acid. 3. Progesterone and adrenocortical steroids. 21 carbons. 4. Androgens, 19 carbons. 5. Estrogens, 18 carbons, derived from aromatization of androgens. Cholesterol synthesis is regulated by 3 hydroxy 
3-methylglutaryl, or HMG, CoA reductase. And a key intermediate in cholesterol synthesis is HMG-CoA. Statins are HMG-CoA reductase inhibitors. Phospholipids are a major component of cell membranes and are created from phosphatidic acid, which is diacylglycerol plus a phosphate group on C3. Phospholipids are cleaved by phospholipases. Phospholipase A1 and A2 remove fatty acyl groups. Phospholipase A2 in cell membranes is activated by cytosolic calcium 2+, which causes damage to cell membranes when tissues undergo hypoxia. Phospholipase A2 is inactivated by corticosteroids, reducing the release of arachidonic acid. Phospholipase C frees its component compounds, diacylglycerol and inositol triphosphate, which are important in intracellular signaling. Phospholipase D makes phosphatidic acid from phospholipids. Lung surfactant is important in decreasing the surface tension in alveoli. It is particularly rich in phosphatidylcholines. Insufficient production of lung surfactant by premature infants leads to respiratory distress syndrome, which is characterized by poor gas exchange and partial lung collapse. Icosanoids. Icosanoids are important short-range or autocrine and paracrine signaling molecules that are formed by oxidation of 20-carbon essential fatty acids by phospholipase A2, including icosapentaenoic acid, an omega-3 fatty acid, and arachidonic acid, an omega-6 fatty acid, synthesized from the essential fatty acid, linoleic acid. There are four subtypes of icosanoids, leukotrienes, or LTs, and three types of prostanoids, prostaglandins, PG, prostacyclins, PGI, and thromboxanes, TX. LTs are non-cyclic. They are synthesized by hydroxylation of arachidonic acid by lipoxygenases. Leukotriene B4, or LTB4, is an important chemotactic agent for neutrophils and also increases neutrophil adhesion. LTC4, LTD4, and LTE4 are known as slow-reacting substance of anaphylaxis and increase bronchoconstriction, vasoconstriction, and vascular permeability. LT inhibitors are used for treatment of asthma and include xylutin, an inhibitor of lipoxygenase, and zifarlucast and montelukast, which are leukotriene receptor antagonists. PGs are created when cyclooxygenase acts on arachidonic acid. Prostaglandin H2, or PGH2, is the first stable prostaglandin produced in this pathway. PGs produce inflammation, inhibit or stimulate muscle contraction, and promote vasodilation or vasoconstriction depending on the vascular bed. PGE2 interacts with several different prostaglandin receptors, which are G-protein-coupled receptors 
and leads to vasodilation, inflammation, and an increase in gastric mucus secretion. PGE2 is known as dinoprostone and is used in labor to prepare the cervix for induction of labor, but also has been demonstrated to sustain fetal ductus arteriosus patency. PGF2-alpha stimulates uterine contractions and also increases vasoconstriction. Analogs of PGF2-alpha include dinoprost, latanoprost, bimatoprost, and travoprost. They are used in medicine to induce labor and as abortifacients. Aspirin is an irreversible cyclooxygenase inhibitor. Prostacyclin, or PGI2, is an effective vasodilator and bronchodilator and inhibits platelet activation. Synthetic prostacyclin analogs, such as iloprost and cystoprost, are used as vasodilators in severe Raynaud disease and in pulmonary hypertension. As a drug, PGI2 is known as epoprostenol. PGI2 is produced in endothelial cells from PGH2. Prostacyclin is in cardiovascular homeostasis with thromboxane A2, or TXA2. TXA2 is produced in platelets from PGH2 by thromboxane synthase. TXA2 promotes contraction of arterioles and aggregation of platelets. Dipyrimidol inhibits thromboxane synthase. Aspirin and other NSAIDs acetylate and inhibit cyclooxygenase, leading to reduced synthesis of prostaglandins, or an anti-inflammatory effect, and reduced synthesis of thromboxane A2, or an antithrombotic effect caused by reduced platelet activation. By inhibiting phospholipase A2, corticosteroids inhibit the production of all eicosanoids. All right, that wraps things up. Thank you for listening to the episode today. Uh, as I said, we're also doing our practice question rounds each week powered by Stat Pearls to give you some general content in random order, uh, as well as you can listen to my question dissection on genetics questions later in the week as well. Uh, if you haven't, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It's a big help for us and it gets us out there to other people who are looking to study uh, USMLE or step-related topics as well as get into the medical education uh, and medical advice kind of field. Uh, the best place to get access to our podcast and all of our content is the Inside the Boards app. It's available on iOS and Android. It's free to use. Uh, you can have the podcast there. Our Study Smarter series uh, previously are being cataloged and created into playlists that are being uploaded onto the app for easy listening. Additionally, with the subscription to the app, you will have access to our all audio question bank, which can help you study on the go. Thanks so much for listening and happy studying.